Oh, oh, wrong one. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Clippy Point. My name is Captain Ben, and joining me is Mr. Tim Murphy, along with Paul Murphy. Paul Murphy. Hey. All right. A lot of Murphys. Tim, who okay, do we okay. have on tonight? Okay, I'm a practicist. I'm a little nervous. Okay. I haven't jumped in Okay, so the driver of the Njuku Racing 350Z, the Raging Cajun, Brandon McDowell. <laughs> yeah? No? Maybe. Like it. Okay. <laughs> well, he was doing an interview with his dog and he said, you know, oh, you know, the home of the Raging Cajuns. I'm like, ah, he just, there's his name. <laughs> I mean, it describes him, you know, it's like, that's where your heart is because you always tell me that you're, you're, you know, from Louisiana. Right. And Raging, I mean, that's the way you drive, right? So mm-hmm. I like it. I love it. Raging Cajun. I love it. All right. Good, good deal. <laughs> that's what you're going to use for now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. And just like that. I don't know if I should say Brandon, the Raging Cajun, make now. I think so. I think probably that's right. I like okay. That one better. All right. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, anyways, yeah, Brandon McDowell, folks. Yeah. Where's the claps? You know, oh, the, yeah. Hey, guys. Claps, claps, claps. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, clap. So, what's up, Brandon? Uh, nothing much, Tim. Nothing much. Hanging out here on a Friday night at Njuku. Yeah. Like we were talking earlier, you definitely have a better looking background. Than us, um, yeah, yeah, definitely. You got, you got a R32, yeah. a 8.6, and man, geez, oh, yeah. geez. you didn't hit a 350Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 350Z. I watched most of the episodes, and I thought I got, I got to have a good one for him. So, so yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I think actually he's got the best one so far. Yeah, no, no. What are the other backgrounds we've had? A closet, closet. <laughs> um, <laughs> Even yeah, uh, a kitchen, a, a kitchen. kitchen, yeah, kitchen, uh, a closet. Well, Alex, um, Alex, well, had uh, a ferret, ferret, ferret room. Yeah, Alex right. had a ferret room. Yeah, that was pretty insane. Hmm. He, uh, he sort of gave us like an MTV Cribs uh, yeah. home tour. Yeah. He did. Yeah, so that was, no, was definitely the best. Yeah, actually, right. yeah. As, as far as if it was the the Drift Sessions Drivers Cribs edition, you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. There you go. All right, so like, uh, I like to start off with introducing yourself. Just you know who you are, what you drive, and then I want you to talk about your experience. Um, from let's just start with your first drift event. So yeah, what just got yeah, drifting? what got you into drifting? Yeah, um, so I drive the Juku 350Z, the Terrell S car. It's got most of the FE goodies. Um, as far as my background, I mean, it's been it's almost 17 years now. It'll be 17 years in July that I've been driving competition-wise. Oh, wow. um, it's probably been 10 years or so. Um, I did a real hard push about seven years ago. Uh, but, yeah, I, want to, <laughs> I always tell this story and what got me into drifting, and it's funny because – uh, one of my best friends to, to this day is, is basically who did it. I was, uh, long story short, my dad uh, had a S14 for his daily driver get around car um, back in the day. He bought it brand new off the lot. And oh, wow. He, uh, he passed it down to me when I turned 16 and got my license. Um, so I kind of knew that drifting was a thing that you did. And I didn't really have anyone in my family that was into automotive. Uh, but decided I was going to cut things off up and go to the drag strip. So on the way to the drag strip, the first week I had the car, uh, I'd pull into a gas station. It was a seven 11 near my house. Filling up, filling up some fuel. Uh, my buddy, my buddy now, Wesley pulls up. He's uh Asian caddy gets out of the car. It's a SR 20 S 13 front mount intercooler, 
black on messy wheels. And back then you're like, oh, this kid's sick, you know? It's like you're, you're young, whatever. He had three hot Asian chicks in the car with him. I was just like, this guy is being right now. Like, I, you know, I'm like first week in this, in, in the, the 240 scene and I'm seeing this. And he comes over right away because he sees the S14. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, we're going street drifting now. You want to come? Sure enough, that was it. I mean, that night like we went out. out of Tokyo my Drift. First, what's going yeah, on there? First couple of donuts. <laughs> yeah. First couple of donuts that night. And many uh, many curb hits and crashes and lower control arms bent later, you know. We're, uh, we're out here doing it for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So, so you... So you got the bug then. I mean, that was like a legitimate like scene out of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift almost. <laughs> like like what you just played in my you know, for us. Yeah. yeah. Never seen him again with three hot Asian chicks. Like I feel like I got this. <laughs> oh yeah, that was That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay. So what when was your first competition? Uh probably I don't know if you remember the Florida Drift Championship with Harry yeah. Tavola. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he did yeah. that. Yeah, I did, uh, let's see, I believe it was the West Palm Beach Fairgrounds event. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember if it was a parking lot or not. I think it was. Uh, yeah. That was my first experience in the traveling to an event that was more than 30 minutes from me and uh, also trying to compete. It didn't go very well. didn't know crap about cars, and there isn't really, like, like there is now that you can go on Google and look up any kind of setup, you know, you're just kind of yeah. winging it. But yeah. yeah, that was my first, uh, my first experience. We, we were there for that. I'd like to yeah. see if we can find some footage. Cause we were there. I don't know if I was driving that. Cause I drove, was driving an E30 back then. Huh? Uh, uh, do you have, you were you driving yeah. the S14? Uh, no, I was driving, uh, what many people know me as the pink car. Uh, back, it was about half wrapped at this point. I was an S13 coupe with an SR20. Um, yeah. And yeah, that was, oh, yeah. I think, my first first month that I had that car. We started the wrap and then decided to head down there to do that. We did uh, Gainesville as well in the, in the drag strip uh, parking lot there. That was, uh, the firm? That was a good one. Yeah. Oh, no, not the firm. No, no. That was Mo uh, Shit Attack. Uh, Shitty Axe. <laughs> um, that was yep. Grand Drift. Yeah, that was Mo. Yep. yeah, I was there was for that, that too. My, my, my BMW was blue then. Okay. Savio yeah. was there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that was a grand drift. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't yeah. remember who else, but it's been a long time. Yeah. That was a yeah. while ago. Um, you know who else was there? Uh, Bill Sherman was there. Really? Yeah, most yeah. likely. Yeah. Cause I, cause I was at that event. Um, I didn't compete. Mo wouldn't let me compete. Okay. No, long story. Yeah. Different story. Yeah, okay. Stupid. But anyways, um, wow. So, okay. So you, wow. Been around. Yeah. I, I you know what? I feel like an like an ass that I don't remember, but I don't. <laughs> but I don't remember much anything. I, mean, I, was, I was a little drift kid, man. You know, I was seventeen years old and just starting to really learn. So I definitely wasn't putting down runs like I do now. And most of the car, most of the time, the car broke. So yeah, <laughs> that was the story okay. of the metro experiences. Okay, wow, that's so, cool. So you did some of the SWD stuff too, didn't you? I never competed in SWD. I crewed for Pat Gooden when he was in uh, that series. That was my first uh, drift crew experience when I was 17, I believe, and then on into 18 when he did uh, some pro-am stuff with FD. Um, gotcha. Yeah, I never competed with them, but I did go to Atlanta and a couple of the rounds to Charlotte Motor Speedway. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So then 
you were competing a little bit. You're getting your feet wet, coming driving down here at um, Harry Turt. What that's just pff, last from the past, yeah, right there, right? right. Um, yeah. When so you got where did you get? Tell everybody where did you get your 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 license from? Was it it was a three palms, right? No, so oh, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I did the three palm series, and I placed fourth, and they oh. only gave licenses up to third place. I missed it by two points. I was actually on the oh. final battle too. It was pretty rough oh, against wow. Kevin Lawrence. Which, uh, oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> car is right there. Yeah, we ended up, uh, we didn't do anything for the next year, and I ended up petitioning in for uh, 2019 Pro 2 when Njuku kind of came on along with ISR performance and built the car, and we were able to get in that way. And, uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, that's how, that's how we ended up doing 2019 at least. So, gotcha. how, so how was that transition? Were you, do you think you were prepared um, for what you uh, experienced going, you know, looking back at it now, right? I mean, you're, you're, you just, well, we'll cover what the current events are, but you know, you're going from three palms kind of competing, competing, you know, some events around Florida um, and I'm sure probably outside of Florida a little bit. And now you're petitioning. Was it what you expected it to be once you became pro? Um. Yes and no. I, I think I had a little bit more experience than most because I work on pro teams and I've worked on pro teams for 10 years now. So I had kind of a better understanding of how it operates in the back end of stuff. So I think I had a mm-hmm. little bit more of an advantage there. But um, I mean, nothing can prepare you, you know, for the the type of nerves that it puts, uh, puts on you for FD for sure. Um, mm-hmm. If I had jumped straight into it from three palms, I can tell you right now, I wouldn't have been ready for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I need those few years to both work in the pro circuit and, you know, get along with Njuku and get a real car set up. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So, uh, Ben, you had a question? Yeah. Uh, one of the things I'm, I'm always been curious about is how, how did you get involved with Njuku? Because it seems like you've been involved with them for such a long time. And in many ways they were in- instrumental in your progression and your, uh, on your, um, uh, program. So uh, how did that start? Absolutely. I mean, being from Orlando, um, they were an Orlando-based Nissan performance shop, so everyone kind of knew about them in the scene. Um, I actually bought my first exhaust for that 14 that I got directly from the owner, Ken, uh, I believe in 2007 or 2008. Um, And from then on, he would always try to support me in whatever I did, give me discounts, whatever, on parts. Um, I ended up getting linked up with a shop called Raw Brokerage uh, in 2014. Yeah, I remember that. So, uh, they gave me my first kind of real uh, experience in a sponsorship. They gave me a motor for a car and kind of helped push me along and give me the right guidance into um, building a decent car. And uh, from there, I ended up, I, I think I worked there for four years. Um, I wore a bunch of different hats. Um, shop manager was a builder i did sales stuff it was a pretty small team we did a lot of rb specific cars and um i started working for njuku in 2018 um no real talk of support for drifting but i mean i knew that i was going to at least get some better part support and i think it all just kind of they had a they had the isr performance 350z that was a blower motor uh blower chevy motor car just sitting and, you know, I'm obviously asking, like, when they go drive that thing. And uh, I blew the motor the second <laughs> second lap in. Um, so uh, 
that happened. They ended up building a new motor for it. And they're like, well, while we're building this motor, you know, do you want to try to do FE? Of course, I want to try. And that's kind of what mm. catapulted the, the big build because the, the car was not serious at all at that point. We had to completely tear it down and, and do the FD build um, on it at that point. And we didn't finish the car until the day before my first FD round in Orlando. So I'd never driven anything with a dog box, never driven anything really with like over 550 horsepower. And uh, yeah, just threw me in. I actually did pretty well. I think I did uh, seventh place overall with one more time in the top eight. It was pretty good for back then when you can only qualify 16th or higher because they didn't have the top 32 like they do now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's kind of the short story of how that all unraveled. A lot of stuff fell into place just at the right time, but you know, Njuku's been there for a long time, so happy about that yeah and i'm sure they're happy to have you as a driver mm. because you just you're exciting to watch right i mean yeah. watching you and, and i really became a fan um once we were watching clutch kickers just watching your driving yeah, I mean, even post. you just lost even when you lost you lost in style right and it's like <laughs> it was just it was exciting to watch no matter what every time you came out everybody knows when you're going to drive something exciting is going to happen and, you know, yeah. it makes me think of Chelsea Denofa. Chelsea Denofa was like that, too, when he was starting to build his pro program before he went pro. They knew him as being that exciting driver, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to see your progression and how your career continues to build up. Um, so, and I, like I said, I'm sure Njuku. Njuku, they've been around since the beginning. Since yeah. back in Nopi, Nat, Nopi uh, Drift Days. Yeah. All right. They have, they, yeah. they have a rich history in, in drifting where, like, you have Rob Fleming, Matt Backbass, uh, Bill Sherman, all these mm-hmm. guys. Hunter, I mean, they brought the Unser family into drifting. Like, I'm sorry, what? Uh, they brought the Unser family into drifting with Robbie Unser, if you remember when he drove. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also brought the first stacker into FD. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they were really pioneers back then, in my opinion, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And they're still, I mean, okay, so Kevin Lawrence was driving the car, right? Pat Gooden was, Pat driving, the was driving the car. And now, not besides um, Brandon, a driver that I know his fans have been looking to get him into competition. Didn't Nate He's, Hamilton drive a Juke car for a little while? Um, I don't know Nate was Hamilton, but I was going to say Hurt. Yeah, Hurt. Now, like, Njuku is instrumental into growing his competition experience because Hurt was always just like KDF, you know, just going out, doing out, doing fun mm-hmm. drift events, not really taking it so serious, more about the slam car and doing some fun videos. But now this year, with the help of Njuku, you know he's doing he did the U.S. Drift Circuit and he's doing Clutch Kickers. So you know, hats off to taking, Njuku. Yeah, taking com- competition serious. Yeah, yeah. But helping yeah, drivers. It's been cool. Able- and it's definitely been cool to have him come on and uh, kind of experience the the fiasco of competition drifting compared to what he's used to. So we've been making the car better for him each round, and he's definitely getting the hang of it, hang of that car. I mean, it's a serious car, just like anything else. You know, quick change. Dog box, 600 and 700 horsepower, depending. And, um, you know, definitely, definitely happy to see his progression. Yeah, he, he definitely looked much better during the last clutch kickers round. So, yeah, seems like he's getting the hang of it. Okay. So, um, Evan, you have any other questions before we start? Okay. So, we're, we'll start. So, that's basically uh, a little brief history of Brandon McDowell. Now, we're going to get a little um, more current events. What made you decide to go? Because you, you stopped competing pro and i guess you lost your license right how now how does yeah, that work so, uh 2019 was our pro two year uh and 
we did retain enough points. I believe it was over 40 points. If you score, you retain your license for the following year. Um, we ended up taking off 2020 COVID. Um, that was like the mm-hmm. big reason of why we didn't do it. We didn't know what was going to happen and yada, yada. After yeah. 2020, we made the decision to just take off 21 because we had the opportunity to do clutch kickers. We did clutch kickers in 20 and 21. We've done every single round of clutch kickers. So with having yeah. a, a series available to us that was close, cheaper, and everything else, it just made more sense for us to do that. Um, when I went back and tried to run this year in 22, they denied my license, which I'm not completely mad about. I get it. I took two years off, but I was hoping that they'd have a little bit of leeway with it. So that's when I was kind of like in a, in a loophole of, uh, you know, what am I going to do? Um, I knew the drift, the U S drift circuit was coming up and, uh, I didn't decide to run U S drift circuit until the night before <laughs> and, uh, I oh, signed wow. up and yeah, I ended up going by myself. Actually, I showed up there. I didn't do any practice. I, I did one practice lap and then straight into qualifying and I didn't have anyone helping until after the first battle because my main crew guy is also a track worker. So we had to, worked a fun event as well going on so yeah it was definitely a, a light crew for the first round but it's osw and i felt that i was pretty confident and and winning against anyone there so um mm-hmm. you know I, I didn't even have the tires to do it honestly just barely enough to, to pull the win on that one so luckily we didn't have it one more time okay all right well now i just want to touch on something you meant so um who do you have who is your crew um, Adam Green is my crew chief. Uh, he is, he has been in drifting for a long time. He's uh, out of Texas. He worked with Nate Hamilton um, when he was coming up back in Texas and then moved over with Nate uh, to Florida when Nate had the program here in Florida. And then he stayed in Florida now and still works here at Njifu as a fabricator as well. Um, so we have him. We have uh, Anand Norupchan. Uh, a lot of people know him as Ant or Jam Jam. He's kind of like my... He's my big brain. Yeah, he, uh, he does the computer stuff. He he makes the the big decisions, and uh, he's definitely a, a pivotal uh, part of the of the program there. Outside of that, we have um, just uh, people coming in here and there. I got my buddy Eric Gomez, who uh, has been helping a lot with the Clutch Kicker Series, and he's also a crew chief and FD for Kazuya Taguchi. Um, he comes in and works with us as well for Clutch Kickers. Um, yeah, we always usually have about three or four guys to try to be there and take care of anything serious that happen. Okay. So I guess taking the time off, but being able to compete in clutch kickers, keeping you in that competitive seat, um, you know, it may feel like you're taking this break. And, and I don't know if this is goes, goes through your head, but I could see myself going through this as well. Like I'm taking this break from, from Formula Drift. You, you're trying to get back into it. But you've had some pretty good battles, right? You're not just sitting at home, building a car, not competing. I mean, you still have really fierce competitors that you're going against top world-class talent. So I just, I see great things for you because you haven't been just sitting around doing nothing. You've been steady behind the wheel, steady competing. So I think that's as you, we're going to talk about a U.S. drift circuit in a minute that going into next season, it's going to be exciting to watch you. Um, yeah, but, absolutely. It's all about, it's all about the seat time in the sport. Yeah. But I do want to get your thought on clutch kickers. What was your first impression? And and we talked about our first impression of clutch kickers, and I'll just kind of share it with you in case you didn't hear it. We've been around drifting in Florida area, and you have as well, where we've seen these series come out of Florida making a lot of promises. And 
saying they're going to do these things. And you kind of just like, at first you hear it and we're like, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. And if they make the payouts and, and, you know, we've seen KMS, um, so I'm not going to know all of them, but I'll go through, you know, no, but it was he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's something that actually yeah. blew up, uh, clutch kickers. It, it the did. fact that they actually handed out the money right away, paid right. everybody right away. Well, that's, and that's why I want to ask him is like, what was your, before you did that event, what was your in like initial thought? Was it along those lines? Absolutely. It was definitely the same thought process. I was involved with three palms, which was, I mean, honestly, a bad one in that regard. Um, Kevin ended up taking the series and they didn't pay him $10,000. So like, that's huge. Um, yeah. And that kind of left a sting in a lot of people's mouths along with the KMS stuff and whatnot. Uh, so going into a big money payout series in Florida, you just always have that in the back of your head. But I had people that were kind of on the inside with the quest kickers people that are telling me, you know, this is good. This is going to be solid. You know, you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily, I mean, I actually podium the first round and Mike walks up to me with a check before we even started breaking down. So like, you know, you can't, you yeah. can't, uh, yeah. can't say anything about that. You know, you definitely no, take no, care of it. So yeah, that's, that's great. And that was what impressed us. I think after, and we didn't get, we didn't have an opportunity to go to the clutch kickers until I think it was a fourth round of the first season. Um, no, we were, we it, was yes. there. it was a fourth round because we only did the last two rounds. Really. They didn't really have a live stream really much going on until it really didn't start developing. I mean, a little bit each round. And then we were there for the third round. No, or fourth round. We only no. fourth and fifth round of season oh, one. Shoot. So anyhow, we saw it a couple events and everybody talking it up. And what I thought was great is that was really a pivotal time for the state of Florida for in the drifting community across the country. Cause Florida was always known as like Florida fails or, you know, all those guys are just like, it's like the wild west or whatever. Didn't have much respect. I didn't feel like we had much respect outside of Florida. Like, Oh, you just, whatever, you know, did, you know, people talk trash, what I would see online. Right. So what clutch kickers did along with OSW huge. Right. And just the events. And now you have like, um, what do you call it? Uh, like Adam LZ moving to Florida. You have Cletus McFarlane and all these other influencers that are. It just it's been amazing to watch the the reputation of Florida drifting grow with the help of Clutch Kickers. I think Clutch Kickers is in pivotal you know pivotal part of that. So absolutely. Okay, so, and regarding Clutch Kickers, I mean, you think about their first season and it was 2020 and it was like peak COVID on second second round. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. a lot of stuff was shut down. A lot of stuff was going on. And they pushed through, had every round, had spectators at every round, which FD can't even say. And, you know, they made it happen, and they're still alive and thriving. So definitely something yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Michael Casaberry, his crew, Zach, huge part of that. Pat Gooden, a huge part of that. I mean, just everybody. Um, Mike, yeah, I mean, all those guys. I mean, you just, I, I don't know. They're just awesome, awesome people to work with. And it's allowed us to be able to meet other drivers that we've only ever been able to really watch. Right. I mean, got us to actually watch, you know, Brandon uh, Develop- entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the entry that yeah. gets me every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was really I sad to see it fun. raining. Yeah, I was sad to see it raining at at US Drift Circuit on Turn Seven because that's like that's the monster entry. Yeah. yeah. So. For sure. For sure. Okay, so you're doing clutch kickers now. US Drift Circuit, like you mentioned, you um. You just decide to do it the day before, and is this something that you're like? Is why? Why did you decide? Why did you wait so long to decide to do it? I guess is my question. 
Um, I might have been a little sour with what I wanted to do with FD. Um, and, you know, I just didn't know what was going to happen, um, both with, you know, support from Njuku and just how the year was going to go. But I've never passed up a competition at OSW that I could enter. Um, so, you know, I decided to do it. Even if it was just going to be for the first round, I, I, thought, I told myself I didn't do well. Might not do the rest, but I definitely wanted to do OSW at least. Right. Okay, so now you after you do the first round, you got the bug, and now you just the ball gets rolling, right? Unfortunately, the, the second round got canceled, right? We got rescheduled. Uh, yeah. got rescheduled. Rescheduled. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then how did the second round go? Um, second round was turn turn seven. Uh, it was solid. Um, we didn't have any crazy issues. Um, that was, we brought her out to that one, so we had both cars there running. Um, I felt really comfortable off the bat. So I knew I didn't need much practice. I ended up getting out qualified by one person, I think. So I qualified second, uh, ended up raining. It was terrible storm that came through, ripped up a lot of tents. And, uh, actually the, I was literally at the line before qualifying and they were about to to launch me and the wind came in so hard. The tent broke down in front of the car before I could oh, watch. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, got pretty, I got a pretty funny helmet video of it. Um, so yeah, uh, we ended up taking a win on that one and it was pretty solid. I mean, every battle was, was still kind of semi-wet. The concrete was dry, but the entry was wet, so it was tricky, but um, it was at night too with not a lot of light, which was even more rough. So mm-hmm. it was good though. I enjoyed it. Like The track is cool. I definitely um, enjoyed the later layout that they did in the season, but uh, it was definitely mm-hmm. fun for sure. Especially staying at the hotel on site, it's it's a pretty cool hotel there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool because you're right there. I mean, it, it really is a good venue, and I think I talked yeah. to you. I was like that that back <laughs> section is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the sec- second round you take first again, and now you're going into the double header weekend after blowing the motor <laughs> at Clutch yeah. Kickers. So I want to actually before we get into round three and round four. What was going on? I mean, you, is it just the car was at Clutch Kickers the last round? What was going on with the car? You broke an axle, and you blew a motor. I heard you shot yeah, a rod so, out to the turn. Yeah, uh, it was <laughs> gnarly, gnarly damage. But, um, yeah, so following the uh, the win at Sebring, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped, pumped up at that point. And, you know, I really want to bring, that, bring the, the real fire to Clutch Kickers. And, uh I know at Clutch Kickers, it's a lot more serious cars. There's some, some more serious drivers, There's a lot yeah. of drivers. Um, there's more serious tires, too, which was a big thing <laughs> for me. So, you know, you got guys bringing 315s there with no weight limit, and uh, things are fast. So, you know, I'm trying to make mine as fast as possible. I probably have the heaviest car in the circuit. Um, we ended up at the time putting, uh, we were running accelerators for uh, qualifying and our first battle, uh, we brought some GT radial 295 40s, uh, to run in competition. I ran one set at OSW prior and we turned the boost up and it was ripping, like ripping real hard. And I knew it was going to be, I think the edge I needed. And when we got matched up with, well, I actually broke the axle on the accelerator coming off the bank. Um, and that was the first axle I've ever broken the car. So I knew that we were already pushing it on the setups. And when we put the big tires on, was probably gonna you know obviously break something else or be close to it but mm-hmm. we got matched up with jonathan near he's on basically the same tire and 600 pounds less of a vehicle and uh 
we turned it all the way up and it was fast for most of the bank. And then after that, the uh, rod <laughs> eggs were coming down the bank. Uh, I think I got through the inner touch and go and I saw flames come up through the hood, but uh, it wasn't coming in through the cab. So the car was still running and I decided to just send it. And I probably would have shut it down if I wasn't on his door, but I uh, decided to finish the lap anyway. So it was actually still running until I shut it off when I got off the car. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's crazy. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, I think I could have started it back up, to be honest. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's well, insane. That kind of reminds me of uh, Paul's episode. Yeah. With uh, his fire went on. His, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's he blows holes and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. it's a heavy foot. It's a big yeah. foot. It's the big foot. Yeah, yeah. We ended up, got uh, big feet. Yeah, we ended up pulling the uh, pulling the suppression, the fire suppression. Uh, after I got out of the car and the fire was still going on the engine bay, and uh, I didn't realize that the suppression system we have was one of the newer setups, and it's odorless. It doesn't like choke you out. It doesn't leave a residue. It's not powdery or anything. So I'm like, I didn't even know this thing worked. It just it took oh, the fire wow. down. But, uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that it worked until someone explained it to me after the fact. And had I known that, I probably would have pulled it in the middle of the run and kept going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, that's funny. Hey, I, I have a question before we get into um, round three and four of um, U.S. Drift Circuit. Do you have a game plan when it comes into uh, – or I should say, do you have a different game plan um, for qualifying – versus tandem competition and, and let me tell you why i ask you this i ask you this because we had jeremy Lowe on a few episodes and he talked about like just make your car easy to drive during qualifying is that something that you've done already or do you approach qualifying and tandem comp the same way a similar way i would say um because i like to drive the car how i'm going to drive it in a battle especially if i'm going to be um against a serious car if i'm having problems like making the line then of course i'm going to make adjustments to the car to you know make it easier for me to drive but if i can be on the line and be on the fast setup i'm probably going to choose that because i know that's how i'm going to want to drive it in battles and be more comfortable so mm-hmm. we always turn it up a little bit more for depending on the car that we're going against but typically i try to drive it the whole day how i'm going to drive it during battles hmm. okay good yeah i i got a question because um People in the chat are kind of wondering about the fire system that you're using. And do you want to kind of elaborate on it? Maybe you want to share what it is so that way mm-hmm. if other people are interested in kind of like acquiring the same one. Uh, I wish I knew the name of it. It's a white bottle. Um, I want to say, man, I'm not, I'm not sure off the top of my head, to be honest. Um, I will have hmm. to possibly get back with you on that one. All right. Okay. Maybe you can... Um like send if you want to send it to us, like shoot, shoot us a private message or something like that, and we'll make a post, a follow up post yeah, for everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. No, okay. So, all right, good. Um, huh? No, you're good. Oh, okay. All right. We're solving a technical we're, issue. We're solving a technical issue. I'm just going to keep rambling on. Okay, so now yeah. you're halfway through the season. You're the points leader in U.S. Drift Circuit. Things are looking pretty good. Um, going in to round three, how do you prepare for a double header event like that? Uh, it's definitely rough. You know, you know, you need double of everything, obviously. Um, we knew we were going to be really tight on tires, so we were going to take one day to not practice, um, at least not practice a lot. So we chose the first day, um, since it was the same layout prior. Uh, I did one 
practice lap, I think. Uh, I did two practice laps because you only get two sets, uh, two, two runs to a set of tires. Um, went straight into qualifying. Uh, ended, and qualifying ended up being pouring rain. Uh, there was a lot of standing water on track. Mm. We ended up qualifying first. Um, so it gave us a pretty big advantage going into the battles. And, uh, yeah, uh, it didn't really dry up much uh, before the battles. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were also having some difficulties with the car there because it's a big entry, like you had mentioned before. So you're basically full lock, at least I am, coming into that corner. And uh, a little background on what we did with the engine of the car. Um, I had put in a high-compression iron block motor um, that I had mm-hmm. laying for my practice car here. Um, and we had an aluminum block in it. So we increased the weight roughly 100 pounds on the front. Mm-hmm. I had talked to... Uh, I had talked the guys out of doing a spring rate change, which ended up being a mistake because I ran into some binding issues, even at clutch kickers before we increased the spring rate change. So it's basically the same thing. There's more weight on the front. When I'm at mm-hmm. full lock, it was dragging the front end down and I was running into just binding issues. So mm-hmm. I was trying to deal with that as well. Uh, we couldn't turn the power up a ton on this motor because we don't want to damage it. So I was having to do fourth and dropping into third on the, on the entry as well. Oh, okay. So it was like downshift, trying to pull it off a block, keeping the motor mm-hmm. from stalling out too, because we had just got it retuned and it was kind of a little, little fat down low. So it was trying to stall all those issues compounded to, uh, having a problem in our battle. Basically I tried to downshift on our first run in the lead and, uh, wouldn't go in, didn't go into gear, didn't go into gear again finally got into gear and I bobbled and straightened and that basically took us out of competition right away. So it was yeah. like kind of, uh, you know, one of the eye opening things, I think I needed that, that, uh, that terrible result on the third round to keep my head level enough to, to finish mm-hmm. off the, the same day, you know, cause had yeah. I won them all, there's no telling how, how I would have felt, you know, ready to go, I guess, but who knows. Yeah. You know, I was, I was impressed with round four. Thank God it didn't rain. Right, because it was looked like right. it was gonna rain. But what I was impressed with was and, and Jaden, little Jaden. I mean, he really he he did really well. Yeah, absolutely. Um he's a ripper, man. I mean, fourteen years old, how can you uh you know, how can you take anything away from him? He's in a he's in a vet and uh it's not like a super serious setup drift car. I mean, I know it's got angle and mm-hmm. decent bit of power, but yeah, he's definitely yeah. definitely killing it. He's gonna be a, he's gonna be a threat in the future, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So so all right. So now you got your so so how does it work? So because I, I don't really know. I never bothered or even worried about going pro. So you got a provisional license from US Drift Circuit. Is that how that works? And so what's and the next step? To be honest, I'm not even sure how it works. Um, oh, okay. I feel like FD is this mysterious organization that. You know, doesn't like to give the tempo. And yeah, for real. Like I, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I'm getting told from multiple people that it's going to be a two-year wait time on this license. Um, what? Granted, uh, I'm in a little bit different situation, having been a driver before. There's a priority mm. status, from what I'm understanding, for pro drivers that are dropping down from pro um, into pro spec. And there's a hard driver's cap. So I don't know if they're going to change the driver's cap uh, this coming year or they can keep it going. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to run next year. You know, it's all still in the air. So, it's all going to come down to what support so I'm, I'm going to have. So 
I'm going to give you my opinion on something, and you can either agree with it or elaborate on it. But from what I understand, pro drivers can compete in pro spec and pro at the same time. Is that correct? I believe as long as you're in standing uh, top 16 or or uh, or higher. I don't. I think that's garbage. Well, nobody's doing that. Yep. I. There's nobody does it. You sure? Are you sure about that? Nobody's doing that. No, nobody's doing it this year. Now they've done it in the past. They've done it in the past. Yeah, but nobody's doing it now. I think you I don't think I don't think the pro drivers should be allowed to drop down. And if they do drop down, they shouldn't be allowed well, to can't both. do it now because the is a requirement for the stock column in most of the programs. Well, I mean, some of the pro drivers can can have two cars. But it's not yeah. even an argument. May, it happen. <laughs> why are you trying to argue with, with an argument? We're <laughs> trying, trying to, to bring up okay. uh, yeah, well, anyways, uh, you know, yeah. I don't know. Forget my point. Yeah. The, Forget uh, it. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Wow. All right. So, well, hopefully, like you said, you'll have a little more priority, and we'll see you next season. Um, see. We'll see. see. And so, but you have to go through prospect, right? You can't just or you go or do you go right to pro? I have no. I idea. guess. I mean, I, <laughs> I I know I got a prospect license, but I don't care to drive prospect. To be honest, I would. I want to drive pro. That's the ultimate goal, I guess, for anyone trying to do this. And I guess for the guys driving prospect, but. Um, in my opinion, prospect doesn't really prepare you for pro, and I think FD is starting to see that. I think they need guys that are on the big tire and going into it with a big tire and having the the uh, the background on the big tire because you go to the 255 and it's just it's just a whole different ball game in my opinion. So um, yeah. I don't I don't know what FD is going to do. I do think they want to separate the series. I don't know if they're going to start separating it by round or something. If they're going to actually have different standalone prospect rounds like they've done in the past. Or uh, or what? But I think that they need to just um, have a a more defined pathway to either series. You know, if it's just petition in and hope you get it, then that's what it is, I guess. If it's pay X amount of money, they need to say that. I don't know. Whatever it is, like I, I think they need to give a little bit more clarity on the situation. Yeah, that's interesting. Because I mean, pro pro spec is so. I mean, the cars are so crazy right now. Um, and for sure, pro, I mean, it's just, a lot of them don't need like to be. The only thing that's really separating them is the tires, right? <laughs> so it's like, uh, I don't yeah. know, man. It's weird. Like my car is still legal for a pro spec right now. I still have a standard pedal, standard uh, steering shaft, so I could go into it. I'm hoping they don't do the dumb radiator rule I've been hearing around, hearing about. Yeah, that's uh, stupid. Wait, what, what's the what? They, they want to well, the one rule that they're debating on whether to uh, to push is that you can't have a rear radiator it was a kind of crazy thing but it's almost like they're trying to make like um d1 um street series street league right what do they call it no they say they're trying to do it because they're trying to keep it uh i guess grassroots well just affordable is what they're trying to say yeah yeah definitely a budget thing i don't know how that makes it affordable yeah but that's the thing is like like brandon was saying is like it's if somebody's going pro, I don't think they should do that because if you make if you make prospect really affordable, right? It's, well, it's like, not, they're not making it affordable. Well, well, I'm, what I'm saying is like if you make it that much a difference when they go from that prospect to pro, it's going to be a big yeah. difference. It it's should weird. be. I didn't know they had really a driver cap. What do you know? What the driver cap is? Thirty-seven, I believe. Thirty-seven. That seems weird. Thirty-seven. It's just laughable though when they talk about budget because you know. 
they talk about budget and then they have guys that need to spend four thousand dollars a weekend on tires and have them yeah. at a capped amount of money even if they have a sponsorship they have to pay x amount of money per tire like i don't know yeah. allow, allow another tire in or figure it out mm-hmm. yeah 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 uh, yeah, I think that I I think that pro spec should be as close to the pro as it can be. That's what it was before, and that pro one, pro two was basically it was well, almost I the mean, same thing, wasn't it? There wasn't as many good drivers as there is now. I mean, well, so not, even if you're more trying to really feed people, you know, if you're trying to feed them in the pro, then yeah, I think that they could definitely use a little bit more. Uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. just uh, the tire thing alone is is big for me. Like my car is a completely different animal on a two fifty five than it is a two eighty five alone. It's not even talking about the brand, any. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Two fifty five is pretty small. What happened? Oh, the, lost him. Okay, yeah, I'll yeah. fix it. Don't worry about it. I don't know why. <laughs> just, okay. just keep at yes. it. Yes. Okay. Keep talking about message, how the message dumb it him. Is. Let him know that we'll, we'll, we'll you, get back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll message him that way. They're stream. So, okay. So, how you doing? The <laughs> We we didn't pay for the full Google Meets. We so. didn't pay for the. What, <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> giving him the explanation. Yeah, I mean he's pot, potty mouth Paul. Um, potty yeah. Mouth. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get him back. Gosh. That's, yeah, because I have some more questions I want to ask him. Yeah. Hmm. That just kind of blew my mind right now. My mind is blown. Yeah, pretty bad. But the, I'll tell you right now though. You it, sent them the new link. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You t- yeah, text I'm here. Oh, there you oh, go. Okay, oh, there you go. thank God. Right. <laughs> I was getting ready for you. Of course, you just have to potty oh. mouth you. Potty mouth? That would have been a great time for a commercial. <laughs> so if you're watching this show <laughs> and you want to have a commercial on the Drift Sessions podcast, <laughs> send it our way. So we can pay for our Google Meets. Yeah, so we can pay for our Google Meets. <laughs> great channel legend. Sorry about that. Uh, anyways, okay, so I know what I want to ask you. You were you're Before ranting the, about FD. I was ranting about FD. I gotta okay. stop that. Oh, yeah. My bad. Anyways, yeah. move on. I'm moving moving along. Looking back at your career, okay, and I have asked pretty much every driver that has been on the show. I like to see. Uh, I'd like to ask you a contrast. I want to know if you're willing to share. What would you say is your like lowest moment, whether it be losing an event or just a struggle to maybe something out like you know what this isn't worth it. I want to quit kind of moment or they're just scared of, you know, scared the bejesus out of you moment, whatever it is, a bad moment. And then your highest high, like, you know, where you were just, you felt like you're on top of the world. Uh, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'll tell you, I've never been in a situation where I've told myself I want to quit. Drifting is everything to me and I'll never quit this shit, but I'll have that you know, 15, 20 minutes after I wreck or blow a motor or whatever it is, if I get beat and I thought I didn't get beat to, uh, yeah. to soak about it. And, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta have a good attitude after that. I mean, that's just how it goes in this. I always tell people that drifting is more close to skateboarding than it is the motor car racing. Like yeah. it's yeah, a judge definitely. sport. Like we'll never, we'll, ne- we'll never have this, uh, definitive like racing thing about us. So, um, mm. It's my lowest moment. I don't. I, I couldn't really tell you. You know, I love every moment that I am uh, uh, that I am drifting, whether it's breaking, whatever it is. I'm at the track. I mean, it's a lot, a lot more than some people can say. So, mm-hmm. I don't think I have a super, super low moment. Um, the motor blowing was was pretty crappy, but um, we kind of expected it. Um, as far as high moments, uh, 
man, I mean, it's going to be hard to top last weekend. I mean, finally achieving like a champion status, uh, yeah. even though it's pro and it's still, it's still very big for me, you know, and to validate myself from before when having to p- petition in, like now I'm, you know, I'm there and I know I deserve to be there. So I think, uh, I think last weekend is probably one of my top moments. Uh, I'm for sure. But just getting to drive this, this crazy ass car anytime is a top moment for me. So Right. No. Yeah, you drive it hard too. So that's you really do a good yeah, job. So you drive it around. <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. I, yeah, love watching you drive. Um, okay, well that's good. I mean, you love every moment of it. That's we can see that in your driving. You look like you're having a blast. Um, what was I? I was asking another question. Um, so what's the highest and lowest uh-huh. moment? I know you already asked. Yeah, no, I'm saying. I'm oh, you're trying to get. Oh, you're trying, trying to slap see, you. I have a problem with memory. My memory kind of jumps around. Kind of, you know. So. It was an accident back in the day. Anyways, um, so what I wanted to talk, focus in now is so what are you, have you learned about developing, developing a program versus when you went pro the first time, right? Because you've had a few years to start focusing on developing yourself, uh, a personality, whether it be a personality, I don't know if you're doing YouTube or whatever it is, have you... What would you do different? What are you going to do different developing a program this time versus last time? Um, well, to, a lot of this rolls into, you know, the work that I've done for a lot of the pro teams. So like I was saying before, I understand what is required in FD mm-hmm. to at least run a legitimate program, whether it's successful or not, it's usually on the driver, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, njuku has been such a, such a, a big su- supporter in it that, they've done this for a long time. So they kind of know their program situation and it's not going to be super far away from where we were in the first year. Um, when I was running alongside Kevin, he was in pro and I was in pro too. So this year, I don't know if we'll have a teammate or not, but, um, kind of letting a little bit of a cat out of the bag. What was supposed to happen this year was Jerry Yang was supposed to run our program. Um, and the aspect of him managing it all and, me and then Juku kind of taking off from uh, the logistics side of things, which is mm-hmm. really big, you know, travel to each event and yada, yada, yada. That wasn't going to be a problem for us this year. Um, but since the FD thing happened, uh, that couldn't happen. That might be a possibility again in the future. There's no talent either with him or another team. But uh, I think that's probably the route I do going forward is to find a competent team or manager to at least handle logistics side of things. So I can just show up and drive or show up and, you know, maybe set the car up a little bit, whatever it is, but try to take the, uh, the stress of everything else off of me. I think the stress level, especially at FD is pretty huge. If you can get it off of yourself, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'm going to kind of lighten it up a little bit. We talked a lot about us. Do you have some? Oh no, no. Okay. Oh, that's right. I completely forgot. It. I know yeah, what you're talking about. I mean, you can set that, that up. Yeah. That. But while he's working on what I want to, I want to get your opinion on something in just a moment. Ben will, uh, ben will bring it up for you. Um, but before we get into that, what is your dream car? Like what? Like I've some people, oh, they want like an old school Chevy or something like that. Some people want a Skyline. What would you say if you could have any car? What car would it be? Like a car or just. Just Not for daily, drifting, whatever. just just like a sick daily or weekend rider. Oh man, there's so many, there's so many close to number one that it's hard. But uh, 
Well, let's start with the make. What's your favorite make? Even that, like it's, it's hard. <laughs> you know, I would, like, Putting him on the spot, too. You know, yeah. you know, am I going Italian? Am I going American? Uh, Whatever you want. I mean, no, there's, there's I mean, no money. Money's, you know, money's not the issue. Sky's the limit. Honestly, like if I was, if I was just like wanting to cruise around in something, it'd probably be the old school Lincoln Continental suicide door convertible. Like oh, you, you know, okay. white wall, white walls. Uh, you know, the that 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 type of status for sure. Um, yeah. I like the old school cars, um, but yeah, drifting's a whole other story. But yeah, if I had to cruise around in something, that'd probably be it. Or like an old school truck, like a '50s uh, F100 or something like that. I think it's pretty cool. The big old front fenders on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Good, good bed. You know, I like. Um, I follow. Uh, there's a on Instagram. Everything low. I don't know if you follow them or not. They freaking they throw these sick like 1940s like trucks that are dropped. They're just. Oh really? Yeah, they're so sick. Actually, I like. I don't know if you remember seeing the what was the movie with um, uh, the guy that played Wolverine, and it was about robot boxing. What was oh that? yeah, oh yeah. Jackman, what was it? Hugh Jackman. Real Steel. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, you it. saw Real that steel. that that truck that he was driving with like that flat nose. Yeah. That that yeah that's uh, um, probably an international. Um, yeah, I know I know what you're talking about. It's sick. Yeah, well, that's a cab over engine. Yeah, 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 yeah cab yeah. over engine. Those are yeah. old ones. Those are sick. Yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Be cool, tell rig. Okay, so now let, let me say, Ben, are you ready? Uh, not yet. Oh, he's not yet. Okay, all right. So, well, I do. I, how much time do I have before uh, you ready? Give me like five minutes. Oh, five minutes. Okay, so I got to ramble on. Paul, you have anything? Do I have anything? Oh no, man, I you're full nothing. of nothingness. Yeah, nothing. Absolutely okay, nothing. now I got to think of something. Okay, well, let me try this. Let me sp- speak slowly. And maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll uh, take up the time needed. Okay. Who? Oh no! What, okay. what about like like a? What would be like if you had a chance to battle anybody? Who would you? Who would oh. you pick to battle against on a tandem? Um, James Peter Odigo. Uh, oh. That would. I don't know if that, it's in, in that order or not, but definitely the the top three probably. Um, yeah. What's funny enough, I've, I've worked for all of them. <laughs> oh, yeah? So, yeah. Um, spotted for James and Peter before. I've fixed Daigo Saito's car on a five-minute call in Seattle. Um, awesome. Yeah, I used to work on the Achilles team, so there was there probably you. six or seven cars on the team at that point. And, uh, yeah, some of the best drivers in the world, man. You've got to gotta learn when you can. I, I got a question. All right. There you go. So if you, you had trigger. to say you had a rival, right, in competition, oh, oh who would you say that rival is? Um, Getting back into the wrestling kind of thing, you know? <laughs> uh, funny enough, they both have Corvettes. It's either uh, Taylor Hall or Dirk Stratton, just Ooh. for the fact that they both beat me more than twice now. And I'm over it. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's yeah. Get a little juicy. How are we doing, Ben? That's this. Um, I'm gonna have to do some like behind the scenes stuff. So let me go ahead and I guess start setting it up. Okay, so I'm gonna set. Up. So um, now this is really us kind of like dreaming. Maybe someday we'll have the money or we'll have the following to where we can um, develop. And put together a drift sessions mobile drift stream vehicle that we could take everywhere. Can you see that, Brandon? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Okay. So I've been pulling. I had Pat look at some in the past. I just want to get your opinion on what do you think about these vehicles or whatever I'm going to show you as 
a mobile trailer or mobile live stream unit and just kind of get your feedback. And we're going to talk about it as well. You know, the goal is someday to to be able to um, go to drift events anywhere and just roll up and, and do a live stream for for everybody and be able, be able to give to everybody coverage, give, give everybody drivers coverage. coverage give, right. Cause our, know, our goal is to just try to know drivers, right? We love, we want to support the drivers, right? Cause you know, as well as anybody else that getting your name out there, especially if you're looking to be competitive is very important. So whatever we mm-hmm. can do to help the drivers and just have fun meeting new drivers along the way, everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Um, ben, yeah. when can you see it or no? Well, yeah, he, he gets, uh, I see something there. Yeah. Okay. So All what's right, the first cut to it? So it's this one over okay, here. Okay, so this I found. Brandon, you can see it? Yeah, the red one. Okay, so this is a red trailer. I thought this is something that's $10,000 is a little pricey, but, I mean, it looks pretty nice. What are your thoughts? It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, a little fold-out stage kind what, of area. What, I'm what? assuming sit and whatnot, but it looks cool, definitely. Is that a trailer? Yeah, it's a trailer that folds out. I thought it'd be, look, see, it folds oh, out pretty wow. nice. Oh, wow. the heck? Yeah, a tiny little trailer. See, that's something, but it's ten thousand dollars. Well, that's way too much. Yeah, it's nice though. So, are you going to be dancing on this trailer? Is... Well, I mean, there's a lot of things we could do on this, but <laughs> kind of so, so I'm easing you in. Okay, I'm easing you in. We'll get more reaction as as we move on to next. Well, one. how, but Paul? Well, what do you think about it? Well, um, I don't know. It looks like a like I don't know. It looks like you'd be a DJ. On but this. but I'm saying like we can Ben can be in the back. We put a little AC unit in there. We can have the judges kind of right there. It's not high enough, but what do you think, Ben? I think it's a dance studio. Like I, a dance I, I think it's too small. Well, the lack of AC is a, is, a, is an issue there. <laughs> lack of shade. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure, man. To take care of that. That's very important. And uh, I, I would probably go for a pass on this one. Okay, so that's a hard pass. Okay. Yeah, I'm pass. All right, next one. So this... What the frick is We'll it? take a look He's at it. He's got a garbage bag on the front of it. <laughs> He's standing on the top of a steel building. Yeah, he is standing on that's, top that's of a steel That's kind of sketchy. Okay, but look, it's solar okay. panels. I love the wood panel. He, he just got the windshield cover to keep it protected. What do you guys think? It looks like a bus. It, well, it, is, it is a bus, but look, it, it has looks... a ladder. We can go on the roof. <laughs> the judges can be on the roof. Brandon, come on. Back me up on this one. Yeah, yeah I mean, shuttle buses are cool. I do like build-outs on them. Uh, you at least get some AC inside, maybe. You get a little platform on top not sure what's uh what's ever going on in that particular bus you never know but <laughs> <laughs> yeah ben, you're going through the pictures too fast yeah, yeah go slow down <laughs> yeah this it has is, toilet pick comes this is a paper. creepy b- what now the that, frick I mean, that's, look at that that's got character <laughs> this is a rustic inn the hell yeah oh no 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 mattress don't need wait, that no, wait uh, that's a bird cage oh my well, god that's where we will keep like the judges <laughs> Keep him in the cage. You don't want him to take off. You want to yeah. trap him. Yeah. He had to. He had to bring the armoire with him. Oh my gosh! <laughs> He's got the solar set up. Okay. Wait, 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 wait! Get him, biscuits! I'm sold. <laughs> we need him. You need him. <laughs> that's 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 it right there. Kitty break, out, break out the wallet, man! Break out the wallet. Oh, oh my god. 50 grand, a little pricey, right? Kitty biscuits, we need them, you need them. Oh my uh, god. That's, that's, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sold with the kitty biscuits. That's yeah. great. Hey, okay, so we got so okay, so we got some traction on this one. The kitty biscuits. The next no, one. that that's gross. No, that place is that's pretty bad. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this this one Oh, well, the oh, short the, bus. The short. <laughs> the short bus. I actually like this one. I like how the winch the Go through wipers the pictures are like slow. Go through the pictures slow. Don't zoom through them. Brandon, thoughts? Slow. Uh, 
it's cooler looking. Uh, it looks like it's got a little stars and stripes thing going on in the front. Oh, like a stripper uh, pole. Oh, look at that. Red, white, and blue. Punisher. Oh, sick. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, oh, like the kicker logo. <laughs> oh, man. It's got a sound system. I mean, I mean, it honestly looks cleaner than the shuttle bus. Is that a band? Wait, go back. Is that like bamboo fencing on yeah, the ceiling? Yeah, bamboo ceiling. It's a bamboo ceiling. So <laughs> it's like the privacy fence. It's like privacy fence on the ceiling. Shag all over the roof. <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Keep going. It's nice. Got good sound system. So that's good for Ben with the audio and everything, right? We could probably use that. Got a sink. You what are you guys could- trying to do again? <laughs> well, well, don't, ask don't ask questions. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't ask some serious. Okay. There you oh, go. Okay. There you go. That's what I. That's what I. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, uh, but no. One more picture. I don't think the wife's gonna prove this. No, this is gonna get flagged. No, one more, one more picture. <laughs> get... Now, this oh this, this is my thing. <laughs> what goes on in somebody's mind says, "I know. Let me get this person." That's, that's what the be... bus is for. But what I'm saying is like, but you throw it on Brandon. Come on. I want to go to the next. Well, What's the next? No, no, that's, that's the, the guy called his sister in, you know, needed a needed a model. <laughs> hey, hey, I, hey, you over there! I want you get car takes pictures and uh, it'll sell fast. Well, what, what does it what does it say? I want to read the description. Well, let's finish oh, the photo yeah. first. Oh yeah, we're not done. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Moving on. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh, too much. See more. See more. I want to see more. Okay. On the description. 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 Click. Oh, yeah, yeah right there. Hey, see more. I don't okay. think it's say. Oh, nothing. Nothing really. No. But yeah, the descriptions weren't all all that great on this oh, one. Boy. But yeah. I just thought like the things that oh. people post up, like this, oh, I yeah. know. If I if I post this picture up, it'll sell. It doesn't beat that one little that one little van that you you found that one time. Oh little, yeah, little, yeah, that one was a good one. Yeah, uh, that one was. Uh, oh, that was a bang bus. So <laughs> it was called. Yeah. So you you have to say the short bus is probably your favorite, right? I think so. Yeah, I think I so. Think so. It's my favorite. I liked it too. Yeah. Yeah. The short bus. We I don't know what we're going to do with the we... stripper pole, but. Yeah. So brown pork bus kickers. We can have that's, that's that's how you, that's how you petition. If you want to petition your call, you got to do a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't have to pay two hundred fifty yeah. bucks. No two hundred fifty. Dance the pole. <laughs> you dance that pole. Yeah, you got to dance on that, that pole. Listen to you. Yeah. It's two hundred fifty bucks, or you got thirty seconds on the pole, bud. <laughs> I think you make it the pole only, and I think that. Oh. It, I, no, no, no. So you two hundred fifty. If you lose. The protest, you have to. No, 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 no. It's strictly only the poll because that will stop almost everybody. And the first person that actually does it will be ridiculous. You just, you just automatically, yes, you, you, you get the overturn. And we got to give an outfit. All right, one more time. <laughs> got to give him an outfit, like clutch yeah. kickers, g-string, or something like that. Oh God, oh, it can be used too. Yeah, we, well, yeah, it's the it's same, the same one. one. We never wash it. We never wash oh, no. the underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, well we gotta we gotta let Zach know that uh, that's yeah. we'll new, the rule book okay. for twenty twenty three stripper pole protest. Yeah, okay. Petition, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I got a question in the chat and uh, by Patrick Gooden who writes: uh, What is your favorite flavor? Uh, wait, favorite flavor of Cisco? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's formaldehyde in that, right? Oh my god. That's like an inside joke from Pat, and that brings up terrible memories from FD. But uh, <laughs> you got to answer it yeah, for our fans. I mean, 
De- definitely strawberry. Definitely strawberry. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sounds like the stripper. Well, there, there's a there's a follow up. It says uh, drinking um, drinking your favorite flavor at Irwindale. Can you elaborate on that? Oh my god! Uh, so uh, I won't get in trouble now, I guess. But yeah, I was 18 years old and went to Irwindale with Patrick Gooden on my first road trip to California for Pro Am Nationals, uh, which is before Pro Two, and. Yeah, he bet me I couldn't drink uh, an entire bottle of Cisco, uh, which I didn't know what the hell Cisco was at the time. Uh, bombing, freaking bombing, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he bet me dinner, so I got a free dinner out of it. Which I think we went to like parties or something. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, that was uh, not worth the food, but definitely uh, an interesting experience. Oh man, I'm I'm just glad he didn't bring up the Montezuma's gold tequila. Well, so, you just did, my friend. Man. You just did. <laughs> Tell us about it. now. I'm interested. What is what's going on with that? The Montezuma uh, tequila. Montezuma's, Montezuma's gold uh, plastic bottle, the finest plastic bottle tequila. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> back when I used to work with Pat, also I was probably seventeen or eighteen years old. Uh, I went to one of his house parties. Hopefully, this isn't uh, bad information here, Pat, but. He started it and he's the king of spring break, so he's gonna have yeah. to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So he uh he has his LS uh white two forty at this point and uh the the party's raging. I think Jeremy Lowe's there, Dan Chilton's there, a bunch of drifters, a bunch of people from Orlando. And uh he bets same situation. He bets me an entire uh <laughs> bottle of tequila. If I could drink it all he would sign the title to his LS240 and give it to me on the spot. Oh, <laughs> wow. If you yeah. survive. And he broke the, yeah, he broke the title out and everything. And uh, it was like ready to go. So I start banging into it. And he even says, Jeremy can help me. And uh, <laughs> oh. I'm like, I'm, I'm 18 years old. So I'm doing shots, like shot for shot for shot for shot. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was a full, it was a 175, I think, a full bottle. And uh <laughs> I uh, woke up the next morning outside on top of an ant pile with Sharpie all oh. over my back. Oh, oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I uh, oh, got man. inside eventually. Got inside eventually, and there was like a shot and a half left in the bottle. <laughs> oh, no. damn! Oh, oh, man, almost you almost there. made it. You're so, a shot and a half away from almost, that good car. Almost. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was good times there, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Oh man! Oh man! Um, all right. I mean, I don't, I don't, I can't think of my brains. That that was great. Yeah, yeah. I don't really have anything else. My that, now I'm just thinking of ants. <laughs> I can't imagine it. ants oh in your pants. Yeah, your pants sleeping in it. Waking, waking up into an uh, ant pile. Oh my god! That's that's. A, I can't top that's that. Rough, that's rough. That's rough. That is rough. <laughs> I've thrown up on walls and I've done some crazy stuff, but I've never. Oof. Can you imagine that one? All right. Well, so, so now you got some work ahead of you, right? You have to obviously figure out how you're gonna go forward with this uh license, um provisional license and and um hopefully they'll give you enough notice and you'll have some kind of concrete answer. I give you enough time to prepare for next round. But um how's it looking to be prepared for I mean your your car's pretty much good right now, right? Or are you gonna have to swap that engine out again? Um, I mean I definitely want I think to change the setup up a little bit, 
going into whatever we do next year. Um, I was wanting to go NA, but I think it's going to be a little bit too much money. Uh, so I think we're going to end up doing a blower motor, um, probably something like a tall deck 454 uh, with a blower on it and just more response, a little bit less weight. We got to try to pull some weight out of the car and then decide what we're going to do, if we're going to do pro spec or not. Um, honestly, like if it was, if I had an unlimited budget, I would build a different car that was lighter for pro spec if I was going to go to pro spec. Um, but we'll see, see what happens. It's all up in the air, really. Probably, hopefully, maybe have some, some more information after SEMA, but um, mm-hmm. see what FD says after that. Okay. Uh, have you given any thought to round four clutch shakers? How are you going to attack the course? Uh, what changes are you going to uh, make for that? Well, we've officially signed with Acceler Attire, um, which is pretty cool. So they're, um, they're on board with us fully, and... Uh, we'll be running those tires the whole round. Um, I won't, I probably won't be the fastest car there. So I really got a, got a lot of work cut out for us, but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping for the bank. I don't think anyone can beat me on the bank. So if it's a bank layout, hopefully I have a little bit of advantage there and take it to the battles, try to beat them in the driving, you know, hopefully I actually get to qualify and qualify. Well, I'm pretty over breaking on the first round of qualifying, but, um, yeah, that will definitely assist if I can lead first. Yeah. Well, the yeah. weather uh, well, we should be past the rain by then. Yeah, we'll be past the rain. As long as no hurricanes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we'll be October. We should be good. But um, I know next round's not on the bank. Next round's all infield. And then the final round will be back on the bank. Really? No. That, the fun, well, the final, final round is random. Right. It's driver's choice. Driver's It'll be on the bank. 100% fact there's no bank. Or? On the next round, yes. It's all, Damn, it's all internal. It's all internal. Yeah, I don't understand why they do that. In my opinion, it's like <laughs> the coolest part of the whole track. Like, man, it's like they, they, I love clutch kickers to death, but this whole like keeping the low power cars in the game, it doesn't work because the fast cars are still fast on the flat than they are on the bank. So it's like, oh, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to take down the, the bank for it, but whatever. We'll, uh, we'll take it to the ground and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also, I mean, you never know. Uh, sometimes when they we try the layout, it doesn't work. You know, like the last layout, we had to cut yep. out, they had to cut out a, uh, an it was extra. too long. You know, what I'm actually shocked, though, is that two rounds, both rounds are on the bank. Alec Hunterdale got sucked into the bank, got sucked into the wall twice. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know yeah. once. Nope, twice. You he sure? hit the wall. I think it was twice. Yeah, first round no. he did, yeah. took him out completely. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. Well, so yeah, next round I know for sure is not going to be on the bank. But Paul, they said his driver's choice, from what I understand. So I'm, right, yeah. yeah, and if yeah, it's right, it's going to it's going to be on, back on the bank. The guys like most of the guys like the bank. Yeah, I think all the drivers want to. It the makes bank. it exciting too. I mean, you have a nice long sweeper, gives you guys time to just, especially for like the camera, just to have that time you guys going around the sweeper, just ripping it on the wall and stuff. It, it's it's exciting to watch. Yeah. Did they ever do one You're that just goes? Mm-hmm. Did we ever do a layout that goes off from the bank into the infield back onto the bank? Not yet, no. That's no. what they need to do. That'd be cool. Be like cool. A huge kidney bean. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I just wanted to add that I I'd argue that not a lot of drivers enjoyed the bank because looking at what happened the last round, yeah, and all the drivers that struggled but, with it, I would imagine that many of them were not a fan of the bank. Yeah, but that's. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. There was a lot of struggling to keep above that line, at least during practice. But it can be done, and 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 it, you need to push. I think the drivers need to push themselves. 
So ah, I I just uh, thought of a question, Brandon. What was your thoughts on entering, going over that hop or hump or whatever you want to call it, uh, going into outer zone number three, I believe, right? Coming out of the infield, yeah. Yeah, coming out of the infield. Um, uh, my car took it really well. I actually enjoyed it. It kind of helped the car snap to lock and and set you up. I think it was maybe a menace for some people's cars and setup, but I I really enjoyed it. It's just another little dynamic of the track that. Is pretty cool and produces some cool pictures too. So, mm-hmm. I yeah. yeah, I liked it too. I liked the way it looked. I mean, when driving it, but I liked the no, way it, looked. it looked fun. <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like it was cool. Yeah, you had to be on a wide line, or else you were really jumping high on the inner. Yeah, it looked like some people, based on their line they were taking, it looks like it hit completely different. You know, some people yep. on their line, it looked like it would just completely upset the car, and other people didn't look like it really affected them too much. It, well, they need to learn where to time their transition, I think. <clears throat> I'm not sure what it was. Yeah. I, Brandon says it's the line, so I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah, it's more aggressive on the inner part of the, the turn, the, the gotcha. bump is. So if you're exiting by it, it's a little bit less. Yeah, because I was wondering about that because I'm watching these one car just completely fly up in the air yep. and another car just kind of take it. And I'm like, what is why one car being able to take it and another not? Is it all, all suspension? Some of it's definitely set up. Oh, the vets actually didn't seem like they took it very well at all. I, think it, I don't know if it's a shock size on them or what, but they definitely seem to have a, a problem for sure. Yeah, they look like they got upset pretty The cars got upset pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you next round. We're excited that you were able to get that provisional license and just have a dominating performance in the um the uh prospect um the performing not for me, the performing the drift prospect series that uh US Drift Circuit put on for you guys. Um those people that are watching or watch us later on, where can they find you? Do you have a YouTube channel? Are you big on Instagram, more on Instagram than Facebook? Um, I'm more on Instagram than I am anything. Uh, it's Mick Drifting on Instagram. On TikTok is Mick Drifting as well. I don't post all there all too much. Um, I do have a YouTube channel. I don't post on it all too much, but I'm trying to get a load of content together so I can maybe start doing something periodically. But um, mm. the same as there, Mick Drifting on YouTube as well. So, yeah, find me there. And I try to post a lot of, of in-car stuff and try to show how we manage these crazy-ass cars these days. Yeah, and what about sponsors? Obviously, Injuku Racing, and then you have some new sponsors, you said? Yeah, um, Injuku Racing, uh, we brought on Tire Streets and Accelera Radio um, uh, this past week. Uh, got Square Wheels, uh, USA, um, ISR Performance, uh, DC Power Alternators, Design Engineering. Uh, yeah, Competition Clutch has been a huge supporter of our program, too, for a long time, so... I'm really stoked on them. Yeah, man. And Juku is really the the killers, man. They've been they've been doing it for me for a long time now. So hopefully we can keep it up next year and really uh, bring the heat to FD. Okay. So when you're not on the track and you're not wrenching on the car, what do you what will people find you doing? Fishing. <laughs> <laughs> Salt or fresh? Yeah. Uh, large mouth. Yeah, fresh water. Really. Uh, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, honestly, it's most most of the life is cars. You know, I still I do still work on a pro circuit too. So I go to all the FD rounds. I've been working for Mike Power this year. Um, so we got Utah coming up soon, and looking forward to that. And then closing out the season with him, hopefully strong. And then uh, yeah, man, hopefully have a good off season and 
get the car back in good shape and then attack next year. Yeah. Cool. Good deal. Um, unfortunately we're not going to, we're, we're hoping we'd see you at, at a LS fest. Look at you just shaking your head. Wait, well, you don't. Okay. No, keep ben, going. Uh, just keep going. Keep going. I'm going. Can I just, just get to the point? Nice. He gets look at him. He's nervous. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's nervous. So we had an exciting opportunity and we want to thank Zach and also Nick Swan for this as well. Um, we're going to be, me and Ben are going to be doing the commentary for LS Fest. Um, so that's pretty exciting. Ben's been not wanting to share it cause he's afraid he's going to jinx it. <laughs> but, um, we're, I, unfortunately we, I was hoping you're going to be there, but maybe next year we'll be back and you'll be there next time. So and you guys will do great. It's a, it's an awesome event. You'll really like it. So I wish you guys luck there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you have a good time. Yeah, no, we will. We will. You'll yeah. just uh, check us out on Instagram like everybody else that's watching and we'll post stuff so you guys can see what's going on. Cause they're not live streaming it yet. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year we can help them out. Maybe we can talk them into it. So. We can talk them into it or something. Yeah. So anyhow, we're gonna let you go, Brandon. I appreciate your time. And uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, coming on. And it's just great to see what's to come for you in uh, sport of drifting. So we look forward to seeing you battle it out in the rounds to come, especially clutch kickers, and hopefully yeah. next year in Formula Drift. Definitely. All right, yeah, man. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. It was awesome being on. Hope you guys have a good one. Yep, we'll Thank see you, soon. Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Have a good night. Bye, guys. Later. So, yeah, I, I, got, I, got, I got, I got, I got the desk there. Uh, we got the desk there. It's like your, your mom when she tells. Yeah, you. I was like, I was like, oh, say it. yeah, your I was wife, like, yeah, your wife. Yeah. I got the like. Yeah. Don't say it. Can I say right? no without moving my hand? <laughs> That's funny. Uh, are we off the air? Well, no, we're still. On. Oh, we're still on air. We're yeah. still. On. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we're always on. I think that's we should talk about that because well, you know I think that's exciting. You know, no, think I think it's, it's great. I think, I think it's, it's great. great. Exciting. So, that's exciting news, guys. If every so everybody watching, you know, you'll see Tim and well, you maybe not see him, but you'll we'll hear it. Uh, yeah. If you're there, you'll hear them. Yeah. If you if you're not, then watch Instagram. I'm sure we'll be posting lots of. Uh, Videos and pictures. Absolutely. We have a lot of drivers Instagram. that we know that are going to be there too. So it's be cool. Yeah. So you can get some interviews and stuff like that. So, and I've never been to Kentucky before. Kentucky. You've been to Kentucky? I don't know. No. Maybe I'm, we're going to get fried chicken. I hope so. We got to get Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, there probably that, is no Kentucky fried chicken. In Kentucky. There's got to be Kentucky fried chicken. Well, uh, Pat's going to be there along with us. So he's going to show us all the hot spots. I'm oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. It, I mean, he yeah. was our go-to guy when uh, we never got to check out Wings of Fire. We didn't when we were it was always at a closed. Crest View. It was always closed. Uh, that's true. Yeah. So okay. I'm sure he has a good spot for us. To check we'll out. have to find out. Are the clutch kicker guys going to be there? Because they were there yeah. last year. I don't know. Well, what do you mean you don't know? I, I wouldn't know. One of the judges. Oh well, Zach. No, he's he's talking about like uh, Mike, Matt, Austin. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, Zach's going to be one. Zach's of the judge? a judge. Oh, a judge. great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Awesome. Yeah, it is pretty cool. That's really cool. So definitely shout out to him because he, he he's the one to kind of put it together for yeah. us. Yeah. Gave us the right. Wish you could go with you guys. Well, we could. I have an extra room. Oh, you do? I'm by myself and he's with him and I told you that already. Diana's coming? Yeah. Diana and oh. him are in one room and I'm in another. How much room. oh I may I may I may fly up just to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> well you better get the flight information from him. Yeah, so give me the flight information. Because it's an hour drive from the airport. It's an hour drive? Oh, so we need to I need to get in the car. Okay. Well, we already got a car. No, I need to get in the car that you guys you are in. You do need in. to get in the car. <laughs> preferably. Yeah. Or on the roof. Right. 
or I'll somewhere. Hitch, I'll, I'll hitchhike. Yeah. yeah, we got it. We'll buy that trailer. I'm definitely getting Kentucky Fried Chicken then. Kentucky yeah. <laughs> 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 Fried oh, Chicken. Man. I didn't even think about that till right now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, one thing I did want to mention and talk about is um, um, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out on, on our channel, we went, well, we went over, I went over to the OSW to cover the Drift mm-hmm. Games. And unfortunately, they, due to the weather, they had to cancel the games because mm-hmm. of safety measures. They, it wasn't safe for the drivers to make any of the games. I mean, one of them that I was actually looking forward to is mm-hmm. who could uh, stop uh, who could stop right at the edge of the track after they accelerate from one end of the track? Oh, well, like yeah. They, they right. do like a drag race, and then yeah. they who can stop before who the... Who can get right. to the yeah. end and stop the closest, the fastest. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's a fun one. I've, I've watched that before. Quite a few cars yeah. go off. Yeah. yeah. Everybody flies off the track. Yeah. Like, they don't... They forget how bad their brakes really yeah. are. Mm. <laughs> Was he going to do like a tandeming He should have done that one anyways, and the rain would have been way better. Well, I think that's why he didn't want to do it. Probably. Because everybody been flying off the track. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What was that again? <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All over the place. Um, okay, but it was a busy weekend for drifting, right? You had U.S. Drift yeah. Circuit doing a doubleheader for Holy Shit. LZ doing uh, this clean culture drift demo thing. It's I don't know. South Florida Fairgrounds. There was a ton of drivers there. Oh, was there really? I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, there's Ryan was driving. Okay. Ryan Deering was driving. Uh, a bunch of other people were driving. I know Randy Noah was in the purple car. Mm-hmm. And he was driving his purple car. Yes, yeah. there was a ton of drivers over there. Yeah. You had all those drivers there, and then you had the holy shift going really on. Poor planning for everybody, though. Yeah, bad. But mm-hmm. I think what were happening is what's happening is just there's no more weekends left, left really, right? Um, available, so you, you just you know, yeah, it happens. Well, we're really killed. And I don't think it rained at South Florida Fairgrounds. No, it didn't. that was the only one of the three events that didn't rain. It did. Right, it rained right. at OSW, and it rained at, at um, a U.S. Drift Circuit at least on Saturday, Friday or Sunday. I don't think it rained at all. Well, it's about all, like whatever cloud hits OSW goes down pretty much and usually hits Sebring next. So that's, yeah, but I didn't hit. Um, it did. Well, I don't think it probably didn't rain on Sunday at OSW, anyways. No, so, well. uh, I don't. I don't recall exactly. I just know that it was it was raining. It was on and off, and then mm-hmm. I just thought that it was just going to continue on for the rest of the evening, and it ended up mm-hmm. stopping about like seven eight o'clock, mm-hmm. roughly around the time that we ended the stream. That we just. You did well with the stream, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, um, I like I like the um, the dialogue between you yeah. and Tommy. Ah. That was good. Yeah, yeah, it, it was one of those things where I was like, "Well, Tommy's here. He's sort of and he stayed on for a while." Yeah, yeah. And and the other thing too was that how it was just him and one other person running the whole event. Oh, well, really? Right. Wow. Yeah, exactly. That's like, I, I mean, I thought it would have been like a lot more people, considering how it was a well, slow major event. But it just because of the way how yeah, we mentioned already, there was two other events ha- happening at two the same major time. Events. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sort of uh, took people away from wanting and mm-hmm. interest from wanting to go to the drift games. Mm-hmm. And um, but uh, they made the most out of it actually, and and it, it just shows that the way how Tommy handles the events and and organizes mm-hmm. it is sort of one of those things where. It's sort of you kind of already know what to expect, mm-hmm. and as long as you sort of take care of some of the essentials, then it should be able to run on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in many ways, how we were doing with um, with Counter Line, mm-hmm. yeah, where it was just like, okay, just everybody just huddle together, get the cars teched, and then just just well, the skid pad events, like how we had the skid pad events. The main, the big track events were always like a, no. a nightmare. No, no, it wasn't. No, no, the, buddy. The, the only night, the only 
uh, the hardest part of an event is getting started. Not well, competitions, a little different, but just a regular drift day. Getting everybody tacked. Once you get everybody tacked and through tack and get the grid started up. Once that grid starts going, it kind of goes on cruise control. You yeah, have no, I agree. The grid, yeah. Everybody gets in the groove. You're watching stuff unless there's accidents. But the once the event goes, and the hardest part of an event, what I'm is saying everybody is, in, this, in running our skid pad was m- much easier than running the big track. Oh, of course. Oh, well, yeah, it, yeah. A lot of, logistically was no wise, right. it was just go right. up there, set up a couple cones, <clears throat> go back, set up yeah. cones for the start lines. Right. Boom, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> but that was like. But I, I think the most important part is that as long as you have a game plan already going into it, mm-hmm. that's what makes it uh, like work the best. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes you've seen it. I mean, Paul, I'm sure you have too where you show up to an event and it just seems like their organizer doesn't know what they're doing mm-hmm. or they don't have the cones, the course laid out. I also don't think you guys remember, like, I was, Mike. The, one that, I was the one putting the freaking warning tape down those freaking barrels. Oh, I remember. 100 feet. Yeah, you remember watching yeah. me do it. Yeah. I no, I, re- no. I, I, I remember was, you walking to set it up and then you having to walk again to shoo people away because yeah, they kept shoot. wanting to get yeah, as close no. as possible. I used to get and you're like, you, you fool, back up. Uh, yeah, no, I used to have to walk that line, pushing people back. Get up, get up behind the line, get behind the line. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, we would get there early. A lot of times, key yeah. didn't work to get the track in. I'm picking yeah. the lock. Yeah. To get in the track. Oh, yeah. yeah. And and they, yeah, the, the, the worst thing about county line wasn't anything that we could do anything about it was they weren't ready the guy wasn't ready there to collect the money so people were waiting for for mick to get there (laughs) yeah so that was that was the hardest part and once mick gets there the line's freaking ridiculously long and everybody that was the hardest thing if they would have left it up to us it would have went a lot smoother dude why did we do that tech like what what do you mean what are you talking about we did like a serious tech like Oh, I've, I've been to a lot of events, like even now, like uh, my car didn't get looked at at all. Yeah. No, we, we went through the cars. We went through the, I thought we went I through mean, the cars. I mean, I was pretty freaking serious going through the cars and looking at them and like, Family I mean, people. they were a little, I think maybe back then they're a little more janky than they are now. No, they're pretty janky. <laughs> there are some pretty janky cars out there I don't know. driving around. Like, I mean, Tommy so, will tell you, he still sees the janky stuff yeah. coming out. Yeah. There was, um, that uh that that uh, FCRX7. I don't know if you saw it on the stream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We talked about it, and he it mentioned that he had to go in and and tech it. He he mentioned that there was a lot of old components. That's how he <laughs> like to uh, you know phrase it as. Which well, take it however way you want, but mm-hmm. uh, what ended oh, up no, I happening? Heard that. I know what he was talking. Right. What he, what he meant was he's like it's got an old gritty blow off valve. He wasn't saying like anything. But he was saying it's like a lot of like nostalgic old parts that people wanted was in that car it's an old car like the it was built a long time ago or out of parts that are old mm-hmm. somehow right and and in the end what ended up happening was just the two bolts that hold the seat down were missing two or the four two out of the four. Oh, okay right because eh. he went to go eh. just grab Push it and test seat. it if it was stiff but in mm-hmm. the end it was just kind of like it just folded flat forward or something <laughs> like that Oops. i don't remember it's like it's missing all four bolts then. Yeah. yeah but uh, well, something like that i don't even know but yeah, yeah it was uh, you, you get some uh funny stories out of that yeah mm-hmm. who but, else was there anybody else we know um byron uh, parish yeah, byron oh parish really oh, okay there. good yeah that was actually a surprise that was a surprise i was like um that, that was great to see him out there and and I, I don't even remember the last time I saw him at Clutch Kickers. I don't know. I don't recall what was the last round. He but. was last round. 
Wasn't he last round? No, I don't think he was in the last hmm. round. I don't. I don't I think, think so. He was in the last round. Maybe not. But um, yeah, it was a surprise to see him there. And then he was um, tandeming with uh, I forgot the guy's name in the skyline, but yeah, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah. Oh, you remember the name? Okay, good, perfect. Hmm. Um, but I, I just think the and we made a reel out of out of this on the on the uh, Instagram was just the splash zone. Oh, the that waterfalls, was, uh, chasing waterfalls? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was great. I know Thank Diana you. picked that song. No, actually, I did. You did? Really? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Oh, what do you think? Uh, yeah. uh, come on now. Hmm? Just thought maybe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good good choice of songs. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Very good choice. That was but yeah, but it, it was just great to see how... Well, actually, it was, it was great and funny just to see all of these guys just take a wide line through that section of the course, mm-hmm. and they just get pummeled with just this lake that they have to drive through. Yeah. And that one, and the last one, I think it was the the E46, the silver one, mm-hmm. who just like, nope, I'm not letting this thing like slow me down. I'm just gonna like push Oosh, on through. Yeah, Ew, that was just great. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy. But hey, at least people got to drive, get some good experience in the rain. That is good experience. So. But hopefully tomorrow I sell my Z work I'm close to it. Right. Uh, oh. I just remembered another person that was there, Fellow. Fellow was there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fellow was there. Was there. He painted no, his car no, he was a different color. He painted his car a different color? Yeah. See, yeah. That, and that's the thing that I brought up to, to Tommy. I was like, is that really Fellow? Because every time I've seen him but, out on the track, it's a different vehicle. Well, but, but supposedly it's the same vehicle, but with different. something different that makes you think like, oh, is but that really Tommy fellow? brought up a good point. He, he was like, he's not, I'm like, not trying to be a, like uh, negative with this, but like when I see fellow's car i don't need to know it's fellow's car i don't need somebody to tell me it's fellow's car because i always know fellow's car <laughs> i don't know how to take that <laughs> no, no, no right it's like but it's, like, it's the way how he explained has it a, a certain mo of how his car will like how be set up and look hmm. you know what i mean i think that's what he says it was his own style not just it's, it's not like and... it's it's like a certain thing certain Certain stylistic things and choices he makes. He carries over how the car's set up, what the car is. You know, unless he pulled up in an S thirteen. If he pulled up in an S thirteen, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm just saying. I'm just that. That would totally yeah, blow. BMW, You're like, who is that? Up. Who is that? That ain't fellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, how many people are gonna pull up in an E36? I mean, he's always driving E36s, uh-huh. so if for automatically you think, okay, E36, who's popular for driving E36? Chelsea and fellow. Mm-hmm. Those are the two guys that I think of. Yeah. Andrew Dwar- Mensa. <laughs> yeah. Andrew Mensa. But yeah, but Andrew's been gone he's for been a out of the time. game I mean, for a while. I'd be, I'd right. be surprised if he came out of the woodworks. I mean, I I guess, yeah, if you put it, frame it that way. Yeah, but Harry Tavola. Yeah, but those are guys who are not been not around. Not I mean, in, not yeah. in and out. <clears throat> Bella's been like a in and out, appearing all over. Who know? else? E36. I want to say there's somebody else. And well, I'm you not, have um, what's his name that has an E36? God, what can I think of his name? He was on the show with you. On oh, that. oh, 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 uh, Joel. Yeah, but he's, like he doesn't drive that often either. No, he doesn't. So. He hasn't. Not lately. He's kind of been out of um, it. Yeah. Hmm. He did a private date not that long ago, but he doesn't drive that often. Um, does Tyler Berry have an E36? Yes. Yes, he does actually. Yeah. Tyler Berry, but it's like a, it's very you know, <laughs> it's not this. It's it's not you. You see, fellow's car and you see his car. They right. look like two different cars because it's not right. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you have Emerson Nogueira. There's a lot of people driving yeah, E36s, yeah, but I'm true. saying 
when you think of E30, at least when I think of an E36, I think, think of Chelsea's. I think of Fellows. Yeah. Uh, those are the two ones I really think of. Hmm. Good point. Maybe you should get like a vinyl just plastered right alongside the car saying, this is Fellow. Yes. And be. just that'll just end any hmm. sort of doubt. And we'll know for sure that that is Fellow. Yeah. I Unless, still think about getting another one of those, too. I like that car. But, or the short bus. Or the short the, bus. The short bus. The short bus. The, short bus. Oh, the, With the short long bus. pole. I still think the, the stripping um, petition that, is, is the best. Oh, yeah. That is a great idea. Not, like, no, we no. could call it the pole petition. <laughs> <laughs> like you get like pole position? Yeah. The, the pole. pole petition. No? That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, you want? Okay. You got to you you put this on. To the pole petition. You got to go. You put this on and dance yeah. on the pole. Here, here's a G string. We'll give him a top two. That way, we're but, he could be. How, how do you how do you judge it though? How do the you judges judge? judge it? The judges. There's judge no it. judging it. You do it for thirty seconds. You automatically win. Oh, I yeah, see. No. So it's not. You, you, oh, no, there's, there's no. The, it, the ruling there is has to be, though, you have The to, ruling you is have to do a couple three sixties though. You can't just, thirty thirty seconds legit yeah. dancing. You got to do a drop it like it's hot. <laughs> You gotta, you have to, oh, we, we have to have moves. Well, okay, have we'll have, have instructions. Move. Instructions. There's, this there's is five have, moves that you have to just do. Just like in gymnastics, right? You give the moves. They 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 know what flips are going to do. Right. You're going to have to drop, do the drop it like it's hot. Make it hang upside down. <laughs> slide down do, the pole. Uh, slide down the pole <laughs> and then and then twirl. So you have to twirl, hang upside down, slide down the pole, and drop it like it's hot. Those are the four. <laughs> Those are the four. We'll have an instruction manual. Yeah, an instruction manual. Yeah, it'll be in the it'll be in the rule book. Yeah, it'll be in the rule book, and we'll have like pictures, like pictures showing <laughs> little, yeah, little little line people. Yeah, line uh, stick figures stick. showing exactly how to do it, and then we'll call it the pole petition. The pole petition. No. <laughs> and if you successfully complete it, your 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 the ruling is automatically overturned into your favor. Oh no! Oh yeah! Automatically overturned. Oh, you, that overturned automatically. I was going to say that you have to do that for them. Listen to that. No, automatically stuff. overturned. Because if somebody's going to do that, automatically overturned. Well, I guess it has to get videotaped as well. Yes, then. yes, it's also in the live stream. Actually, it has to be in the center of the track. Yes, we'll get the bus. We'll put the pole on top, <laughs> and then the whole crowd has to. I mean, if you're going to give them the overturn, but so what if the other guy petitions it? And now if he goes to the pole oh, position, well, it's a battle then. Oh, it gets, so it's then a pole it has battle. to be judged. So well, this can get, they, this can get, they, so I don't think they, it should be like, I think it should be, well, this is not serious. I don't think anybody's going to, would ever do that. But I like the like, name, the pole <laughs> petition. That's a good name. I think it's great. I think it's, 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 it's the solution to um, Zach's problem. And world so, peace. And world peace. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we get a little action uh, yeah. on the track. Yeah. Make it exciting. I, think about the ratings. Yeah. I wonder if Cletus would be okay with that. You guys are killing me. I think he'd be fine. Oh, I think he'd be fine. As long as it's a, like a white, red, white, and blue G string. I think, <laughs> I think we I think can do good. and can, we can wear our top and there can be an F yeah. on each over each breast. Freedom Factory. FF, Freedom Factory, mm. and then KK down there. What is <laughs> FF KK? <laughs> 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 got him. Oh, got him on that one. So, oh man, <laughs> he's, he's cracking up. <laughs> oh, we just lost Ben. Oh, we, we just lost him. <laughs> okay, so we'll have to end on that note. Yeah, let's end. On I that. think we're good. Yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. Let us uh, know how, what please, you think about poll petition. Yeah, uh, think of, yeah. Let us know in the comments what you think about the poll petition. Yay or nay? Ridiculous. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Guys, share this uh, with your friends and uh, help us just uh, um, spread the word that drift sessions 
We're here for the drivers, and we're here for you guys. If there's anybody you want to see on here that you want us to reach out to, then let us know as well. Maybe we can reach out to your favorite driver and try to get them on the show. We did uh, get some comments real well, Ben, you're right. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm still recovering. But uh, shout out, shout out to Brian Bakia. He was actually yeah. he's oh. in the chat. He was uh, in the drift games. He was throwing down some pretty uh, sick close tandems. Oh, and, nice. uh, yeah, and and also good. we yeah, since he's there, we want to give him also another shout out for his uh, great performance going up against Dirk Strand. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. very impressive uh, in person on that. So great job there. Uh, now that we have the opportunity yeah. to, to mention that. Yeah. Uh, so going back to you, Tim. No, just um, you know, spread the love. And then, like I said, if you have a favorite driver you'd like to see on the show, or if you have questions or anything you want, any topics you want us to cover as well, just give us a message. And you know, like I said, we're here for the drivers, and our job is to help the drivers grow the program and get the word out there um, so you can meet the drivers, get to know the drivers. And then, of course, we get to just hang out with everybody and have a good time. So everybody wins, right? Yeah. Yep. So with that being said, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. FF <laughs> pull position pull okay. petition I'll start working on the instruction manual okay good yeah peace out everybody see you